you know, use psychedelics minimally, (laughs) as minimally as you can to still feel and experience like the fullness of your life. At that, at that dose, you are in a completely different realm. It's like ripping all of the veils off and, and, and feeling the truth for the first time. Hello, hello, lovely people. Welcome back to Light Legacy with me, Rohini Elise. Hope you are having a delightful and peaceful and expansive Wednesday so far, or whatever day you are listening to this. Um, I'm happy that you're here. I am drinking a little bit of yummy coffee that Sage made. I just meditated for a bit admittedly I was feeling some anxiety um I'm filming today and I realized that although I'm excited to film the act in my subconscious like knowing that I'm filming in my subconscious brings up some anxiety and I'm realizing that because that happened last time I filmed and happened this happening this time as well and I think It's just something to be aware of and work with and just a great reminder for me to continue to ground and center, come to my center and just um, feel all the things. So yeah, that's where I'm at today, but it's a beautiful Monday and had a very relaxing weekend. Oh my gosh, it was so lovely. Um, Actually, I got tonsillitis, which is kind of random. Never had that before. Um, but it was just one side. One of my tonsils was super, super inflamed and it was painful. And then I just hit it hard with natural remedies and rested a lot. And I just pretty much worked from my bed for like three days straight and drank, um, apple cider vinegar with lemon and honey and throat coat tea and used some natural sprays with echinacea and honey and lemon and um, just hit that super hard took supplements and it's uh, my tonsils are back to their normal size I have a bit of like a throat thing it's just kind of moving through my body but I'm feeling much better and it doesn't hurt to swallow anymore so yeah another sign from my body to continue to rest (laughs) um and just be slow and still and listen so that's my life update but this episode actually i was going to talk about something else but then when i was meditating it popped in the idea to talk about psychedelics and i was kind of like hmm, interesting but i've you know over the last year i've gotten questions from Uh, you guys from lovely people on Instagram um, and just in passing kind of asking about different psychedelics and like what my opinion is of this and what I experienced with this and um, I by no means first of all want to set my intention with this episode very clearly by no means am I encouraging psychedelic use really the opposite in the in a way I'm I'm or it's just neutral. I hope to bring you information from my own experience so that you feel more educated in some ways in the matter. Of course, I'm not a doctor or an expert or anything like that, um, but I think um, for me, it's very valuable when I can hear other people's like real world experiences 
um, especially if it's something new that I'm considering trying, it's just nice to have more information. So I hope that this podcast can just be informational. And if you never plan to do psychedelics, that's amazing. (laughs) I don't think, you know, there's no should, should or shouldn't for any of this. It's just another thing that is available on this earthly plane. And I think ignorance and not talking about these subjects that are maybe more taboo or more um, out there, <laughs> I think is, is, is very harmful. It's much worse than actually just sharing what's going on. Acting like it's some hidden scary thing to be kept in the corner is not helping anyone. So I, I want to just share my experiences so that maybe it can help you in some way. Or at the very least, be entertaining because <laughs> I have many stories. Yeah, so this episode is going to be my my take on different psychedelics, my use with psychedelics, my experiences, and all of that. So um, buckle up and I hope that you enjoy. So I don't have a <clears throat> game plan necessarily for this episode, but I want to start off with plant medicines and the psychedelics that our teachers and that I feel are really here to help us connect with God <laughs> and learn about ourselves and their teachers, their plant medicine teachers. First and foremost, psychedelics are, I, I think, I believe in um, different teachings I've heard, is that they're meant to be a threshold crossing. So psychedelics are here on this earth to help humans cross thresholds to up-leveling their consciousness, basically, and understanding who they are better and more deeply. So if you are stuck at this point and you're like, ah, I just feel stuck and like I need a push or I need an expansion or I need clarity or something, feeling like you're stuck, like that's a great time to maybe consider sitting in a plant medicine ceremony because you may be able to be guided to find that clarity that then expands you and brings you through this threshold to this next chapter of your life. And it is very seductive because as humans, sometimes we like to more, 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 go, go, go. What's the next thing? The next up level, the next expansion, the next chapter, next, 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 next. Always trying to chase that perfection and that high because it is a high, literally. So keeping in mind you know, use psychedelics minimally, (laughs) as minimally as you can to still feel and experience like the fullness of your life, because it can be very seductive. Um, And I've seen so many people really, really abuse psychedelics and call it medicine, but it's really not medicine. It is abusing a substance. So really keep that in mind. And, you know, just be conscious of it. Be conscious of all of it and set the intention. And it's like a it's like a massive ramp up and an up level and like a hyperspeed kind of thing. So maybe some something's coming up or some energy's present and it would take you like, I don't know, I'm just saying random things, but don't take this literally, but maybe it would take you two years of meditating and yoga to find clarity on this thing. Or you do one intense mushroom or ayahuasca ceremony and boom you get clarity in one evening so it's like a hyperspeed type of situation but if you're doing if you're in hyperspeed every weekend or um, for months and months it's not actually living on the earth in my opinion 
it's, you know, we're meant to be here with our feet on the ground. And when you're always in the ethers and always in the cosmos with psychedelics, you're not here. Sure, it's wonderful and it's fun and it's, it feels amazing, (laughs) but that's not why we're here. We're not here to escape. We're here to be here on the earth and that's with any substance. So had to put that in there. Of course, first off is ayahuasca. Um, and I have a full episode about my ayahuasca experience. It's a very long episode. And if you are curious in the slightest about ayahuasca, that's the episode to listen to. I think I paint a pretty broad picture of my experience and I read journal entries and um, really share a lot about it. But ayahuasca is the grandmother. She is Madre de la Selva. She is the mother of the jungle. She is so powerful and she is... I think the teacher, the the stern but wise teacher, she is here to help in a huge way. An experience sitting with ayahuasca is not a light situation. It's not an uh, just a thing you throw in on a random weekend. I believe it should be something that is very, very carefully thought about and considered and really sit with it for a while, sit with the idea. When you feel her start to call you, just sit with it and kind of explore that before committing. And when you do decide to commit, if you do, definitely find a center that is reputable and trustworthy because unfortunately within the plant medicine communities, there are people who abuse the medicine um, in a very upsetting way. So make sure you find a reputable, trustworthy center. Um, Soltara in Costa Rica is a great one. The place I went, Niue Rauchabo in Peru, is great, although it's more for deep, deep healing, like deep physical healing and deep trauma healing, which I wasn't fully aware of. I kind of knew, but after experiencing it, I wouldn't go back to that center unless I'm really, if I was really, really going through something very difficult and needed a lot of help. Although my experience was perfect and wonderful, I next time I'll be sitting somewhere else. So I thought I'd mention that. But their respect for the plants and the family is a true, they really carry the medicine. They are masters, maestras in the medicine. So very trustworthy. And one, I guess just to mention it because it just popped in my mind, one center to avoid that I've heard is not honoring or really, I think, holding the reverence for the medicine is Rhythmia. So if you hear about that one I would recommend maybe checking out a different one I've heard lots of stories about that place (laughs) so obviously want to keep you all safe and that's yeah not one that I would recommend so ayahuasca powerful powerful teacher and as far as like the sensations and what it feels like compared to other psychedelics it's really like there's a potent spirit you know when you take LSD for instance It's not like you are working with an active, embodied essence of LSD. It's not like a a presence, a spirit that you can kind of commune and talk to. But ayahuasca is a spirit, is a presence. Um, I was able to converse with her and really feel her and see her and just know that she was there with me. And to me, ayahuasca feels like, like very grandmotherly, feels like a serpent, feels like the jungle, feels like abundant rich lush wet like soils of the jungle (laughs) it's very common with ayahuasca to purge so to throw up or to have to go to the bathroom or to sweat or shake or get cold um, as the energy is kind of 
moving through your body. So ayahuasca obviously is a beautiful one and I'll leave it at that. So if you want to learn more, you can listen to the episode, but she is, I think the ultimate plant teacher. And in that same category for me would be mushrooms would be psilocybin mushrooms. I really feel a presence and a teaching spirit with mushrooms, not as definite as ayahuasca, but there's definitely an energy there. It's like very earthy, very low frequency in terms of like, not like low as in bad, but low as in in the earth, like a low hum of mm, you can feel the mushrooms are kind of in your in your energy and in your sphere. <laughs> Hopefully this makes sense. But they're just beautiful and they have so much to teach. And I think, I mean, the first psychedelic I ever did was was mushrooms and I went you know, both feet in as I do sometimes. And my very first experience with psychedelics was a five gram mushroom journey with um, my partner and two friends. And it was quite an experience. (laughs) I definitely did not need to have that amount, but of course it's all, all these things are perfectly timed. And in my youthful ignorance, um, it was just what I needed. So I ended up like not being able to move really. I was laying on this fuzzy carpet and just seeing rainbow dragons spiraling all around the walls and the walls were melting. And I looked down at, I was laying by a fireplace and I looked down at the like black ash from around the fireplace. When I looked at the specks of ash, they turned into little letter cubes, like beads with letters on them. And I rearranged the ash into words because in my reality they were letter letter cubes (laughs) letter beads so it's just at that at that dose you are in a completely different realm something that's so important to keep in mind with psychedelics which I didn't really fully know back then was is set and setting the concept of set and setting those two factors completely change your experience with the psychedelic and along with that it's very important to have an intention it's always always recommended to have an intention before you sit with whatever it is you are if you are planning to go to a concert and have some mdma set an intention no matter what it is if your intention is to enjoy a beautiful night of fun and laughter with your friends like say that even when I'm smoking weed, I'll set an intention before because it's a co-creation and it's it's a spirit, it's a plant, or it's a chemical compound and um, setting an intention is really, really important. And it definitely affects how the ceremony will go. Like if you set an intention, I want to, you know, heal my womb or I want to learn more about my inner child or I want to feel peace or I want to forgive myself for this or that like the journey will go where you set the intention um every time it's happened that way for me and you always get exactly what you need not necessarily what you want but always what you need (laughs) yeah mushrooms are just beautiful and I think each different strain and each like where it depends on where you get it from and all of that but there's a very different energy with each kind of strain. So one mushroom journey may be completely different from another. Like I've had some mushrooms that are so light and angelic feeling that is completely different than some of the first ones I tried that were very like, I think they're probably 
older mushrooms themselves like they'd been sitting around for a while and there was more of a musty like dark in the earth feeling versus the other ones I felt super light and it was very visual but not really in my body so it really depends and I would recommend finding like find a source that you some has been recommended to you that you trust and try a small dose before you go bigger like always start smaller because often you really don't need very much to have a profound journey in my experience but I would say if there is some like that's like the intro I kind of feel like I mean weed is probably the intro of the intro but mushrooms feel like a very beautiful steward and bridge into the world of psychedelics and they are natural they're from the earth they're here to help us and they have been used for since humans like began um there's been so many findings of ancient peoples using psilocybin (laughs) in their lives to connect with the gods and connect with the elements and um this is not a new practice not a new practice whatsoever using psychedelics of course my first recommendation would be to find a ceremonial facility or group or person that you can sit with Um, There's actually this cool website, I believe it's called Psychedelic Passage, where you can work with a trained psychedelic, I don't know what the official term is, but someone who's trained to work with people with psychedelics, and you work with them and kind of have like mentoring or therapy type of sessions, and then eventually you will book a ceremony and they will come to you and um, guide you and be with you as you go through this ceremonial journey so if you don't have access where you live um, that's a great option Um, one of my friends works for psychedelic passage and if you also just kind of immerse yourself into a spiritual community wherever you are you will most likely be able to find people that are offering mushroom ceremonies pretty pretty easily (laughs) and although these things are not legal in the U.S. I believe mushrooms will be pretty soon. They're already being decriminalized in some places and therapeutic psychedelic use is being studied more and more so the future is bright with psychedelics and I'm very happy about that because as it's more readily available and safely available it will just be able to help more and more people so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, so I guess otherwise, again, I'm not giving you advice. Do this on your own will. But if it were me, (laughs) if it were me and I was just starting off with psychedelics, knowing what I know now, if I didn't have a ceremony space and setting available, and again, please, please make sure that these people are trustworthy. Please meet them beforehand. Really feel into the energy because it is so, so, so crucial so crucial that being said if you don't have a ceremony setting available to you if you can find some mushrooms that you feel are a good frequency and you can really just like hold them in your hand and kind of see sense the energy how does it feel in your body there's this fun this fun like muscle testing thing you can do you can hold something that you're considering in your hand and just let your body kind of lean and if your body leans forward and goes towards it it's a yes if your body leans away backwards it's a no so that's just a fun muscle testing way to see how your body is feeling. But yeah, if you do want to sit with mushrooms, finding a source that you trust and you feel is good, and then setting up a night with 
a close couple friends or um, your partner or someone basically so you're not alone but you have someone that can kind of be there with you and kind of trips it with you and if you start small start you know with a smaller dose and make a really beautiful playlist the music is key make a beautiful beautiful playlist very like relaxing flute music and earth sounds and just very divine beautiful instrumental kind of music and set up a space and like set your intention and write it down and you know burn incense and really create a very nurturing space you know wear cozy clothes and make the lights really fun and maybe have some candles and just make it divine make it your temple space and then you know maybe try it out that way I would say for psychedelic use to maybe avoid at least in my experience is I would say party settings and social settings are some of the most difficult settings to do psychedelics in because especially if you haven't done them before psychedelics make you very open energetically and expanded energetically and that means that you may be more just more sensitive and so if you're around a bunch of people in an, in an environment you can't control with music you can't control and lights and people it's just much more overwhelming and not usually conducive to a inner journey so that would be the thing I would avoid <laughs> avoid definitely I've been in those situations not with mushrooms though but other things in terms of more of the party psychedelics and I say party because they're usually used in concert or party settings but they're not and they're not plants specifically first of all LSD I am a big fan of LSD <laughs> it is crystal it's crystalline it's from crystal compounds and it's actually I believe formed from mold so in some ways it is kind of a like an earthy structure but um the frequency is very and it's an LSD crystal it's very beautiful crystalline fractally type of energy LSD is for me has been a very beautiful like light in terms of how my body feels my body feels very light and expansive and flowy and energized and different from mushrooms like sometimes mushrooms make you want to lay down and just close your eyes and be very still and your body might feel heavy but LSD for me has always felt my body felt very light like I could run around or walk around or dance or be very active and engaged um that being said I think for me, LSD has been more of a tricky one to dose. Trying to figure out the right dose for LSD is maybe a little tricky because it comes in many forms and, you know, each type that you get, depending on where you get it from, is a little different. So you don't necessarily always know, like, is a half a tab of acid going to rocket me off to, you know, Venus for the next 24 hours or is it going to be more of a social microdose type of situation generally speaking half a tab or I think they say quarter tab <laughs> quarter tab is I for me it's been quite a journey so anyway I think I'm not going to talk about doses because that's a very personal thing that I think you should consider and ask who you're getting it from what they recommend and what people say and start slow and small start small always always you know there's no medals for doing the most psychedelics it's not a thing to brag about although I've heard it many times like oh, I did 18 grams of mushrooms it's like holy shit that's a lot so 
just start small. I would say the situations where I would want to do LSD are like a concert could be fun or a like beautiful like a camping trip could be fun what looking at the stars um dancing I love I love dancing when enjoying LSD and also with a partner like if you guys want a really fun expansive like just interdimensional night with each other doing some LSD could be fun it's definitely more of a party drug in the way that it doesn't like I haven't had profound teachings from it I've had profound expansions where I've learned more about myself and my like magic and just had expansions in terms of like knowing what this world is and what's possible within this world in this realm but I haven't had inner teachings about like my psyche or you know clarity on past wounds or healings or things like that it's it's to me doesn't feel like that it's more of an expander versus a like healer and for me if I have too much or it's not the right dose sometimes towards the end I can experience some anxiety and my jaw gets kind of tight so just throwing that out there always be prepared um, and kind of I like to always make sure I have a place where I can go to just be alone and be in my own space if need be because sometimes you just want to be alone and be in your own energy so again set and setting very important but LSD for me has been very it's very visual very very visual it's like seeing typically when I've done it I can see my aura and people's auras I can see when I sing, I can see the colors of the notes that I'm singing. I can see the chakra colors. And when I'm doing energy work on myself or others, I can see the energy. So it's just very, very visual. And I can see like sacred geometry and the flames on a candle. And I can see the sacred geometry in a water droplet. And it's very cool. So it, it's kind of like a filter, filter that's um, accessed. <laughs> like you you just kind of pull back the veil basically and you're able to see things in their true forms <laughs> their energetic forms and mushrooms are typically pretty visual too but sometimes it's just a little different because usually with mushrooms you want to close your eyes and just go inward versus like looking out at everything but just depending on again set setting sometimes you do want to go look at things and I've had profound moments looking in the mirror and seeing my face shapeshift into past lives and all these cool things so that's that a few others to mention mdma it's kind of a tricky one because also known as molly it's definitely probably the most popular party drug i would say besides like cocaine but we're not going to talk about that because that's not a psychedelic but mdma is pretty popular like my friends who are or people I know who aren't into spirituality or psychedelics really that's like the one that they they like they like MDMA because it makes you feel fucking euphoric it's just like ecstasy and happiness in a synthesized chemical compound literally so it can be really fun for social situations uh, like concerts or dancing or being with a partner it's not my favorite I don't do it very often at all because it's it's usually long it's a very long experience and it's really typically difficult to find a source that is actually pure because it's usually mixed with a lot of other things that are not 
MDMA and will make you sometimes feel crappy on the come down. So if at all possible, finding a really pure source, if you can get your hands on medical grade, that would be the best. But, um, I mean, the best I think would be going to, if you're really interested, seeking, seeking out and figuring out if you can do a MDMA assisted therapy at like a clinic or a place like that. There are some places that offer it and that could be a really beautiful healing therapy that's offered. So I would just say for that, do it sparingly because it really depletes your brain of, of chemicals, <laughs> of serotonin. But if you do do it, find a good source and make sure to drink a lot of water it's been helpful for me to take alpha lipoic acid while on MDMA. Taking it every hour can help you so you don't have a harsh come down. And MDMA also makes your jaw tighten, so you might want gum and all of those things. It's definitely a more intense one on the body, I would say. Like you're you're in it. It's you're very much in it. But it can be fun. It can be super, super fun. So just choose choose wisely how many times have i done mdma Mm, i think four times in my life and two of them were in party settings with not super great quality they were fun but the come down was not fun and then the other ones were medical grade and it was very different experience um very like intergalactic (laughs) i had a very trippy kind of um wide blasted open expansion and was like channeling Pleiadians and all this stuff so you really never know what's going to happen which is why it's so important to set and setting once again I'm just trying to be like your older sister here with these because I want you to be you know prepared educated if the time arises the last one that I could reference which I really should have mentioned at the beginning because it's a medicine versus a party type of situation but in case it comes up to mention it um bufo bufo is um 5-meo dmt and it's a very concentrated form of dmt and dmt is uh the god molecule that is naturally found in our in our systems when you do breath work um intense breath work dmt is released in your brain which allows you to have visuals and experiences similar to ayahuasca because ayahuasca also releases dmt so 5-meo dmt is a substance that is found in the um poison that's on the back of a frog called the bufo alvarez i believe is how you say it toad sorry not frog toad bufo alvarez toad and it's a more shamanistic indigenous medicine um it's not as widely referenced or used i would say as others but it's very very profound and it's kind of like be just being with god basically blasting off to be in unconditional love and oneness with god for a short amount of time Um, And it's super intense. So I would recommend if you are interested or it just comes up to really like obviously find someone that is reputable, which there's not many people who are truly trained in how to sit with Bufo. But just that's like one that's kind of level level 10 because you can just really if if you've never experienced unconditional love and oneness with God, like feeling that fully in every part of your being can shatter your entire reality pretty much because it's like 
ripping all of the veils off and, and, and feeling the truth for the first time. So going back to work, for instance, after that could be extremely difficult or going back to partnership or a home or a family. Like it's very sometimes difficult to integrate, I think, because it's so big. So just <laughs> keep that in mind. I'm not trying to scare anyone, but I had the most profound ceremony probably I've ever had was with um, Bufo. And it was such a gift, but it also was my, I've been very immersed in this world for quite a while and already had lots of practices and have experienced psychedelics. So it was definitely not one that I would do at the beginning personally. But if some people start with that, you know, it really is just your own unique journey. I thought I would mention it. And then I guess lastly, because it's connected sort of, is just regular old DMT, which I feel like is getting more popular there's like DMT pens floating around, which I just feel like I just don't have any desire to do that in that form. I, I just would rather do it in the ceremonial 5-MeO toad occurring bufo versus like the synthetic pen version. That's just me. I would say be very cautious with using DMT because again, kind of shatters the realities that you live in and doing it casually is hard to integrate I think and it's seductive because it's like a couple hits and you're blasted off in dragon land with like all your past lives and god and all this it's like you know if that's just sitting in your drawer and god is only a few puffs away you see what I'm getting at it's pretty pretty perhaps seductive so wouldn't be my first recommendation (laughs) that's for sure but it's also you know again set and setting one last one (laughs) ketamine and this is a like hot button because there's so much negative connotation in society with ketamine because it's kind of been smeared by the the news and the the powers that be um as a horse tranquilizer which it is a horse tranquilizer but it's also one of the like most popular and profound medically assisted term like types of therapy ketamine assisted therapy is extremely extremely healing and profound and it's been studied and it's actually pretty widely offered so if you are looking like I actually would say again you know I'm no expert take this at your own will but if there's someone that has trauma or uh, depression or anxiety or just really hurting and wanting that threshold crossing ketamine assisted therapy can be especially with PTSD ketamine assisted therapy I've heard can be very 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 healing and of course it's with a licensed professional expert who can help you every step of the way with whatever it is you're experiencing so ketamine is kind of a wondrous substance in that it's like uh there's no and this is medical grade not talking about like the powder or whatever that's maybe passed around at certain parties (laughs) talking about medical grade like what you would maybe experience in a therapy session it's like anxiety and stress cannot exist in that realm like with ayahuasca and mushrooms sometimes on the come up there is stress and there is anxiety and there is discomfort and you feel like you're gonna throw up and you're worried and you're dead and it's very uncomfortable and you kind of have to like earn or fight your way to the release and the ecstasy but with ketamine it's just like instant ecstasy and and calmness so for someone who's really struggling it's like a complete pattern interrupt they're allowed to feel no stress and no anxiety for a period of just a short period of time but that can sometimes change everything 
So there's a podcast episode. Let me find it. Aubrey has a podcast, Ketamine in the Mental Health Revolution with Dr. Dave Rabin on the Aubrey Martin Marcus. I almost called him Aubrey Martin. Aubrey Marcus podcast. There's another one though that I wanted to reference. Mm, okay. This is a great episode to listen to if you're slightly curious about psychedelics in general and also ketamine um psychedelics are changing therapy forever with lauren taus it's on the deja blue podcast episode 74 um lauren taus is a psychedelic therapist she's a ketamine therapist and um it's so informational and so expansive. So if you, when I said ketamine, you had a whole bunch of, oh my God, isn't that a like horrible horse tranquilizer that kills people? If that, any of those stories played, I would definitely recommend listening to this episode because it's very just reality shifting and expansive. And I think my main intention with doing this episode, although who knows <laughs> how helpful it was, but it's just to get out of the fear narrative like we are not victims we are not weak fragile fragile beings who can't handle truth and can't handle experience like keeping all of these psychedelics and all of these uh, reality expanding god love inducing substances like locked up in a corner marked dangerous by the government and by the news is such bullshit because it's not true anything can be dangerous. Walking outside on the sidewalk is dangerous. Driving a car is dangerous. Like that's not, you know, that's not a good reason to keep information from people. So just empower yourselves. If the more that you empower yourself and the more you educate yourself on anything, the more you connect, you can't, you can't be a victim because you're empowered and you know, and you have your own opinion. You're not susceptible to the opinions of everyone around you, not susceptible to what the news is telling you and feeding you because you have your own grounded opinion based on your gnosis, your G-N-O-S-I-S, your gnosis. So that is my spiel. And if you do decide to sit with psychedelics, blessings and blessings for a beautiful journey. And also, if you decide to do that, um, a great route would be to get a psychedelic um, integration coach. Those are pretty popular. My friend John Downs is a wonderful psychedelic coach. You can find him on Instagram, John Robert Downs. I want to have him on the podcast at some point. So you're not alone on your on your journey reintegrating back into life. There are so many resources out there. There's such a wonderful community, and psychedelics have the power to heal heal people heal humanity and just be an aid a I, I believe a necessary tool in a part of our awakening as a civilization uh, not necessary for everyone but necessary in that they're here for a reason at this time so um it's pretty powerful and if i could leave you with anything there's this meme that often goes around in the spiritual community it's basically like this guy charging off and to go to go on another hero's dose journey within psychedelics, taking a shitload of mushrooms or doing another ayahuasca ceremony or another, you know, ketamine journey or whatever it is. And there's this like guy, this like form kind of crawling on the ground, like fucking integrate me, bro. So there's always that seductive, you know, candy apple on the other side of the stick or whatever I don't know what this metaphor is but there's always going to be another thing available 
And the power that you have as a sovereign being is knowing that all you need is within you, always. Everything you need is within you. And so deciding to do a psychedelic journey is is beautiful and powerful but sit with it after you do it sit with it and enjoy and learn from it and journal about it and let it ruminate and let it integrate and wait wait before you do more wait before you do more because there's something there's medicine there's there's healing there for you there's things that your body and your mind and your soul will take a while to integrate so don't be sucked into the trap of more 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 because it's it's everywhere around us, you know, more this, more that, more cars, more house, more makeup, more clothes, more everything. So honor the plants. If you're working with plants, honor the substances. If you're working with substances and honor yourself um, by tuning in and really being adult about this, (laughs) about all of this. So yes, that is my psychedelic spiel. (laughs) Uh, Maybe one day I'll record an episode talking about some of the craziest, funnest, wildest stories I've had because there are a lot of really cool ones Uh, and there's some hard ones too. But yeah, hope you enjoyed and I love you. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. 